So it's funny to skip those on the inside because we just naturally, you know, have learned we just go to the next one. So when we don't do it in that order or when we don't do all of them, it's like a big, there's kind of a hole in the middle, but it's a small group. So, um, so what's going on with everybody? Thanksgiving's over. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> yeah, I had both of my 30-something kids staying with me in my real tiny, tiny little apartment, and it was, it was like a big slumber party, it seemed like, the whole time. So it's, it's funny to have, you know, their sleep. One's on the couch, one's on an air mattress, and... I have the whole bedroom to myself. It feels luxurious for me. Back in the day, you know, when they were little, they would have gotten the bed and I would have been on the air mattress, but not that not that way anymore. So it's good to be together and then it's good to be apart again. <laughs> so uh, sometimes the holidays are difficult times because we are with our loved ones or we want to be with our loved ones and we can't be. So when you, if you have um, good times, then they end too soon, right? The holiday, if, you're, if you're really excited and happy to see people, you can feel sad when they're gone. Or sometimes we kind of feel bad when we have a lot of our loved ones with us on the holidays because we may have issues or the talk might have become too political or whatever you know, whatever people don't like the... We were talking about um, choices maybe last week and someone said something about, you know, that uh, we could we could all be very uh, equanimous about lots of things, but then someone said, but the, but the dressing in the turkey has to have a certain ingredient. You know, that some, some things, everything falls apart when there's one, that little last straw <clears throat> that we can't keep being equanimous. So how do you um, how do you deal with it? Well, in a bigger sense, it's the holidays. But how how those of you who have practiced for a long time, I'm curious about how holidays have changed, or if they have gotten if they've gotten better or worse, or you know where they are on the the your own cosmology of moods and holiday times, and um, what expectations do you have for the holidays that that just don't get met? Uh-huh. That's great. That how many people did you have to prepare for with <clears throat> only only had eight? <laughs> so right at the last minute. That's great though. You did you didn't you just did it. You just did what you could. You didn't have uh over 
you didn't have expectations that everything had to be as perfect as you would have wanted it. Nice. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Not your sock? Not your... <laughs> that's really... You have achieved a lot. And see, it's good you took the Bodhisattva uh, precepts this year. You were ready for them. <laughs> that's good. You could say, that sock is not who I am. That person whose sock that is is not who I am. <laughs> that's good. So who else had an experience with their holiday, or, ha- or have you seen a difference? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's really nice. Because you were willing to do it. We sometimes get caught up in whatever the habits are for our family. And we're, it takes a, you know, you have to be very brave to say, let's do it a different way. That's a good way to look at where you are with your just those conditioned ways we have of being that we don't, you know, we like the dressing, the ingredients in the dressing. We begin to think it has to be this way or it's not going to be, the holiday isn't going to be the same. It's almost, we, we put some kind of magical belief into things like that. That's good. And once you've broken the tradition once, then it's not so bad again, or you may decide to do it real traditionally one year instead of, you know, it, it, you realize it's not, the, it's not what you do, it's what your attitude is as you go into a holiday. I remember, well, what, what else? Somebody else has been practicing for a while. What do you, what do you see that's different? I'd have to say the, the holiday probably didn't go as expected or desired for us. Um, and it was uh, it was a challenge all the way around, I think, with different personalities. And with, there's certain traditions we have in the house that we kind of like to go through and, and uh, things we, we try to keep. You know, it's just uh-huh. like we would like to have just consistency. And it kind of got modeled this year, and uh, it led to some some interesting moments. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's there's no like true chaos, but just an unsettled air, you know, kind of through it. Uh huh. So you know, we all sort of powered through, and you know, did we did? There were no major blowups or anything like that. Like, not the same. This was you know. You know, people were setting fire to the cat or anything like that. But it was, it was just—it um, was just odd. And then I think when, when my wife and I kind of debriefed, everyone laughed and we sort of sat down and said, "Okay, that was not how we wanted it, right?" It was kind of like, "All right, well, what's the you know why?" Uh huh. What's you know? We knew the dynamic had changed. That 
you know, why why did we react the way that we did? Why do we now feel the way we do? And you know, should we be feeling this way? And you know, are we doing things wrong? Should things be different? And the kind of the, the post-holiday debrief was very interesting because um, we did lose our way at times. And then you <laughs> yeah. Back and like, I got spun up over that. Okay, I should know better. <laughs> yeah, and you have so, a you have a way to talk about it that's not like blaming or uh, it's just like what do we what do we like about it? What didn't we like? What do we need to do differently? Yeah, and uh, it, it seems to be you know this. Even though there may be the same people at, at, the, at you know at a, at a, a particular day, right? You'll get uh -huh. different attitudes and different states of mind from everyone. Right. So you know you could have a group and everything's rosy and you're, you're laughing and you're like, wow, we got to do this more often. And then you get this past weekend and you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gee, that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They were not going to plan next year yeah, right now. You know, it's, it's, yeah. So, you know, I, I applaud the folks that had, you know, an amazing, you know, wonderful, pleasant, you know, weekend. Uh-huh. Um, not to say it wasn't great to see them, but I was happy to see them go, too. So, so, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's all, that's all impermanence, too, right? So somebody that you really enjoyed last year might have been like completely obnoxious this year because of what was going on with them or maybe they slid into dementia a little bit more or you know slid out of something else a little bit more could have been the whiskey I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kids yeah. and Wednesday night that just kind of throw the Thursday off <laughs> <laughs> yeah what was it called it's Black Friday and I, I learned a new term Blackout Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> so this is a new yeah I tried to keep up, but uh, I was unaware of that one. So it's not not on any calendars yeah, no, that you. So. <laughs> yeah, we have to. All, that's it's it's all about impermanence, right? And even even with our kids, we can't predict anything, or our relatives, especially our relatives, because we probably think we can predict them, and then they're always the wild card. I had someone at my in my. Uh, kind of my my family in Wisconsin, and one person had quit drinking three months before, and that's that's like a that's never happened before. That so that was kind of like a jaw dropping. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're very quiet about it until I ask. But it was. Uh, Nobody else said, "Oh, in honor of his sobriety, we'll put ours down." It was, but uh, you know, then there there are always surprises, no matter which way it goes. But yeah, that's very Wisconsin. <laughs> so, are you prepared for the next holiday looming just around the corner, sooner sooner than it usually is? So what do we, I mean, I think holidays, it's very interesting too to see the, to see how the uh, temple has, just the people who come here have the maturity of the group. Because not too many years ago, there'd be, there were the typical, okay, holidays are coming, how are you going to deal with the holiday stress? And lots of focus on, okay, that stressful time is coming, 
Maybe we need to have workshops. Maybe you need to have all kinds of special things to help people get through the holidays. And I've noticed that's not how it, that's not how, what it is in general for this community. That's not the, the thrust of the holiday period. It's like in general, people have really gotten like really gotten over gotten through that people are already a lot a lot calmer a lot more uh, equanimous about the holidays like you said it's never happened before that you would have been in that situation and just been so okay with everything the way it was so i i noticed that like if we were talking about write, journal writing in the uh, intro earlier and uh if I had if I had a journal, a diary, I would look back ten years ago, and the, every every uh, like November we'd start talking about all the stress people felt around the holidays, and I and I don't think in the last five years that's been the the thrust of it, and I think that says something just about the maturity of the sangha. Well, we can still do a chanting and rapping party. <laughs> <laughs> Very close to the season. We could just chanting. And you mean rapping, not rapping. <laughs> yeah, we we could do that. I'm sure you could get get a lot of people who'd like to hang out that way during the holidays. We do. We're doing the our uh, chanting. We are doing that, but we're we're instead of rapping. You know, on the 14th we have the chanting blessing, New Year's blessing ceremony. We get to bathe a baby. We don't have to wrap presents. We get to pour water over a baby Buddha. And this year we actually have a baby Buddha instead of our little grown-up Buddha. So, And that's kind of a... that's That makes everybody feel good. If you've been to that, and, you know, we didn't do that at the beginning. We kind of... that's a That's a custom that we that some of our Vietnamese temples we go to for certain celebrations use. So we, we integrated that into our blessing ceremony. But people enjoy pouring that water over the Buddha. It's just real, it's like letting all your, uh, everything about the previous year, just kind of letting it go, washing that baby and everything is all cleaned up and you get ready to start a fresh, clean year. And that's a nice way to look at the end of the year a little early. So you can you can pour water over a baby Buddha and chant next Saturday night. Not bring back yeah, really really clean them out, getting ready for your Christmas celebration. <laughs> so what what else is going on besides holidays for everybody? Get a more critical after the holidays. You get that high. Uh huh. All the festivities and everybody's so happy, and then and then it's like nothing. January and February. <laughs> and you get that cabin fever setting in. And, you know, the oppression starts taking over and stuff. So that's what I'm worried. Yeah. Worried about the holidays. <clears throat> well, my my uh, plan for this winter is I can't do it until after mid February, but I'm going to go to Florida. That's that's going to deal with some of the that end of the winter. I'm going to help the monks down there. It's not for my selfish reasons at all. <laughs> they need help. So, 
uh, yeah, I know what you mean. That's the the that's when that's an easy time for most people to just get kind of. We're already tired of the winter by about now, especially since we've had a good taste of it. And that's when we have, that's when depression sets in for people. And if Christmas doesn't go the way you were expecting it, you know, just you know, compound. You know. Yeah. Does Christmas ever go the way we expect it to? <laughs> As an adult, I, f- I have found that there are still things that, you know, as much as I, it's not a big deal, I still, I, I still have, there's always a little bit of dissatisfaction. But it's more because it's over. It's like, oh, that was fun, that was nice, and now it's over. There's nothing until, you know, there's just a cleanup after Christmas. So today everybody was putting decorations up for Christmas and, you know, after Christmas it's just taking all that stuff down. I have one decoration. I'm not complaining about that. I hang a snowman on my door and that's it. <laughs> when you mentioned um, about feeling safe during meditation, mm-hmm. um, it's that, that made a charming walk inside of me. I realize I feel unsafe. In the world. In heaven, and I, I don't know where, why, but when you said that, I was able to focus on something that I hadn't seen before. Really. I didn't. You know. And, and, and to be honest, I, um, I, on Thanksgiving Day, I ran into a very old disabled man, um, and he was a, I don't know, Stepping out from him and I saw his hat and he was a World War II veteran. And uh, I had stopped about him. So I think you mentioned safety kind of. Uh huh. You know, I've started uh, putting that into uh, loving kindness practice because someone told me that they thought a lot of people don't feel safe in the world right now. And, and I realize that's really true. There's, even in just the world doesn't feel safe. And that there is a lot of, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of that, that we all don't have, we don't have the same sense of just security in the, the direction of the world. And I think it's worldwide. I mean, it's not just in our country, it's all over the world. And I think that's something that we, that, I, I think we can feel that, but the only kind of safety we can really feel is that the safety of not knowing what's what's ahead of us. You know, it's um, we're not going to find safety in the news or you know what's what's going on with the economy or what's going on in terms of uh, terrorism or. You know that that's there's no safety in that. The safety has to all be very internal for us, and just our own. It has to be from our own self confidence that that whatever is going on, that we we have the ability to roll with the punches. I mean, it's it's a whole different. We can't be thinking, oh, that you know, the our our world is like essentially grounded and uh, everything's gonna. Be all right. We have to. We have to feel that very internally. 
And that's that involves some letting go. Yeah. But so I think it's good to be mindful of that, that we some things with that we that we think should be just part of our birthright, especially being Americans, being in this country, some things that we think should just be there, they're just they really aren't. So it all has to be coming from within us. And that's sometimes difficult. I I realize that if I don't if I'm not really paying attention to NPR and that's about it. But I don't I can if I go for a weekend like the the holiday and I and I'm not checking the news at least once a day uh, on NPR updates on my email feed or listening to the news on NPR driving somewhere. There, there may be three different terrorist things that have gone on that I miss. And that this weekend was one of them. So this morning I was kind of catching up on the news feed and, and I thought, wow, I didn't know, didn't know about this one, didn't know about this one, knew about that one. So, you know, that's the, it's a big world and it seems like there's a lot of uncertainty and uh, unrest a lot of places. So it's not safe to turn on the television. Yeah, I and you know what? I I I gave up television, and I've never I haven't regretted it at all. Mostly because of the advertising and the news. So I so I have to make a conscious decision to read the news that I get. And um, when my my daughter was watching Hulu at my house at my apartment because she had her contact info and they have commercial new hulu has commercials on all the programming i was and that started a little bit on amazon prime so i thought i was only watching stuff without commercials but hulu has commercials with everything i said what is this you're paying for hulu and you still have to watch commercials i was i mean why would that's how they're all going to be probably in a couple of months. So, of course, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there, there's there's some method to all this madness, right? And today uh, I was uh, listening just to, not to the little ad on the radio about a program that was going to be about how America has become completely commercialized. Like to the to the to the extreme. So everything we do is about uh, being being about business, about selling things, about buying things, and so consumption is all driven by that. It you know we 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 need it because we want it, and and then and I hadn't listened to it because I wasn't in the car when that program came on, but I'd been thinking about it. Like this whole country operates. I mean, it's kind of, uh, it's capitalism, right? It, everything operates on that. And then I was walking by the fabric store on the square next to Expressly Leslie's, where we, we all know where that is. But they have, in the window, they have their big uh, quilting machines. So there was one woman operating the two machines, and she had, she would set it up. So I was standing with a friend in the, uh, 
the woman just looked like she was kind of measuring a few things and looking on her little computer screen. And she had one quilt that was being finished on one side of her, and then on, on the other side she was programming this another computer to finish the quilt that was on the other side of her. And it, I mean, you could, it, it was, it was like, my friend was saying, wow, when my grandmother used to make quilts, she had a big table and all of the neighbor, all of her friends would come over and they'd all quilt together and they'd help her finish her quilt. And then she, the next one would be going to somebody else's house to spend the day helping them finish the quilt. And I, and she was talking about it and we're watching this one woman turn on the sewing machines, get them programmed, and then she left to go to two other machines somewhere. And they're huge, big machines. And I thought, that's a perfect example of the commercialization of everything. So now a handmade quilt isn't handmade, and there's only one person doing most of the work on it, one machine operated by just a, one part of a person. And I thought, that's that's kind of how everything is now, and that's just the world we live in. We, it's it's uh, it's hard to adjust to that. Like I still thought people made quilts by hand, and I know that's just that's like an antique idea. But there, you know, I have a friend who makes. Uh, she doesn't make quilts, but she makes uh, art out of te- fabrics. And she's even moved to doing part of that with a machine. But it used to be the the joy of a lot of things was either doing it by hand or doing it like quilt making would be. You'd have a you'd do it with other people. It was a more of a project to get together and be with other people. So that just shows how old I am. I think that's all that is. <laughs> but now if you want to quilt with one of those machines, you've got to pay a lot of money to either take your quilt to have that done or uh, buy it. I don't know if you could afford, most people couldn't afford to buy it and put it at their home. So it's just the way the world is. So enjoy the next holidays coming up and enjoy, you'd be thinking of ways to deal with the post-holiday one way would be to have a really bad Christmas and then you'd be feeling, you know, invite the wrong people for Christmas, hang out with people that you... And then you'll feel so good that it's over. You might coast through January. <laughs> and then February, it'll be like, just one more bad month I can put up with February. So, thank you, everybody. <laughs>